What you're about to hear is a series of recordings I made over three days in a hotel room trying to produce a script in three days or at least get halfway done in three days. But I was trying to finish in three days. That was the objective. So there'll be like some little intermissions in between because I kind of record each day so you could kind of get a sense of what my thought process was, why I was doing it, why I chose to do it this way and things like that. So just keep listening. We're going to call this day one. I was asked a very interesting question about a month ago, maybe a month and a half ago. What do you do when you've lost motivation to do anything creative, to write? Because I was kind of like not in a funk, but I kind of wasn't into writing. Like I wasn't really doing anything at all. Some editing for other folks, but that's like about it. I hadn't been writing anything. I hadn't been conceptualizing anything. I haven't really been doing anything. Which happens to me time to time throughout this process of me working at writing and having a passion for writing in my work. And so this kind of comes over me less frequently than it used to and for shorter periods than it used to. And it got me thinking, you know, I hadn't recorded it. I haven't recorded an episode in forever. I don't even remember the last one. Might have been when Matrix came out, which I got a lot of heat for my thoughts on that. But we'll address that when the next Matrix movie comes out. But it got me thinking, like, yeah, you know, I'm sitting here. I'm not really doing nothing, you know, editing, whatever. I'm not any less hungry. But for some reason, I'm not being called to the computer to write anything down. You know, I have plenty of work there. I have plenty of pilots made I, it's like yo you know what it's like you know just maybe I could perfect some of the stuff I already have done and I think that's the kind of mode I fell into but then still didn't do it so it got me thinking like I don't think I was in a funk but it got me thinking about times when I was in a funk and times when other people who I discussed writing about their funks and all of these sorts of things and it just got me thinking and I got this idea like yo why not write and maybe I should kickstart this writing thing again like you know what I gave it a few months off time so let's just start getting back in gear so I'm like you know maybe I want to change the scenery of where I write so I decided to go to a hotel and write. It's rarely that I ever take my computer out of my home. I, I rarely travel with it. I don't go places to write. This is kind of like my first destination writing kind of thing. So I said, let me come out here and I want to work on a story that I've never written before. 
I've never conceived, I've never written anything down, I've never written any notes, I don't have anything in my notepad or my computer, I don't have any mental kind of, now I'm sure somewhere in my mind it's sitting somewhere a piece of the story I'm about to write, which I don't know what it is at this moment yet, I haven't even, I'm even going to outline, physically outline, which is something I, I rarely do unless I'm working on a pilot, but this is a feature I want to do in three days, and I said, not going to sit down anymore and do anything, so let me just head out and do this thing. But before I get to that, talking about that, the funk thing, or the, you know, having, because I don't believe writer's block and, and uh, lack of desire to write are the same thing. I think writer's block is when you're really trying to press and you're putting pressure on yourself. And what happens is you get inundated with the ideas and then they don't flow or coalesce or come together and then they end up being... You get, excuse me, caught with nothing to write. This is when you kind of have fallen back and you're kind of got comfortable not doing your craft, which I think is where I was at when I was asked that question. And I think the answer to that is you have to get back. You have to go all the way back, as far back as you can, to the first moment you felt like you either wanted to be a writer or you enjoyed writing and what motivated you or what circumstances or what life experiences created that desire within you. Now, mind you, I'm gonna write forever. I'm gonna be writing something forever, whether I sell something or not, whether something ever gets made or not, whether my name gets a credit anywhere or not, I will be writing forever. I will have hard drives with stuff. I mean, some of my early stuff I've lost completely because I didn't, I wasn't so versed in, you know, how computers can go bad on you back then. But ask yourself, I think you got to really ask these questions. Why rewrite? Why do we write? I remember a long time ago, I, I talked about how there's two types of writers, writers who have to write and writers who write just because they're good. But I think that may have been an oversimplification. I mean, there are plenty of things I'm good at that I don't choose to do. Right? Like, I think we all kind of have these kind of periphery skills that other people wish they could have and we take for granted. I mean, that's kind of like human nature kind of thing. Some have more of those than others. But why do we write? Why do we write books? Why do people write screenplays? Why do people write poetry? Why do people write songs? It's moments like this, I'm incredibly jealous that I'm not a rapper. Because part of the, the tough things about writing, whether it be books or screenplays, is you really can't share it in an immediate way, the way you can with like music. Like a rapper can go make a trash beat, say some stuff and put it out and get his art out. Well, good or bad, he can get it out. I wonder why I never became a rapper, who knows? But, so I can get how people can fall into these little molds of kind of not doing anything because you put an incredible amount of work, then you gotta get any number of people to say yes. And then after they say yes, they got to get a bunch of other people to say yes. And so on and so forth, a whole series of yeses that need to happen. 
You have to navigate the nose and be passionate and push your idea and pitch your idea and be hungry. That, I think, maybe scares people off more than anything, even the work of writing. You know, I'm in the hotel store and I bump across um, Tarantino's novelization of the last movie he did. Uh, what the hell's the name of it? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or something? I think that's the name. I, can't, I don't know the exact name. I bump across the novelization, which... According to him, he was conceiving it as a novel initially. He was writing it as a novel, and he, he got a certain ways through, and he figured this thing has to be what it is, and then, of course, he made the movie, but the novelization was still released, which is really odd that I come across that on a three-day stretch where I'm trying to write, where the whole intent of being in this hotel is writing, and, you know, having a little fun. It's sunny out there, pools, beaches, and stuff are in close proximity so I'm not going to only be writing this whole time but it was I, I found it incredibly like what a coincidence I bumped into that when this is part of the intent of me being in this hotel I don't know I, I, I see I make connections in, in that sort of way so I ask everyone listening who are writers like why do you write you gotta ask yourself that question if you're not writing right now if you're caught lacking motivation or not being able to see, not being able to imagine far enough ahead into the future so that you can see a path for your writing. Ask yourself, well, why are you writing? Why are you there? Why do you want to use this skill that you have for the thing you're using it for? Now, the biggest misconception is that it only takes one skill to write. I think people need to foster a whole number of skills before they can really produce anything of high quality. I mean, every writer I've ever spoken to is incredibly intuitive. They have a sense of human nature. They're interested in human nature, the good and the bad things. There's an honesty in the way they look at the world. Everything isn't black and white. There's a whole bunch of gray and blacks and blues and pinks and yellows. They tend not to be so focused in on absolutes. You know, like think of think of Yoda from Star Wars, you know? <laughs> There's a centeredness to them. And I think all those skills are important. And they all kind of have to be working simultaneously when you're writing, you know, when you're honing in. You know, the great Jerry West said, if you know, if everybody only worked when they were feeling good, not a lot would ever get done. And I totally believe in that from the moment I heard the, the, the quote. So let's write. I'm here to write. I think it's incredibly important to really remembering the root of when you decided you wanted to write. Or better yet, the moment you decided you wanted to share your writing with the world, where you wanted other people to see what you have to say to see how you decipher this world we live in, to see how you view people. Because we are creating characters, but there's a little bit of truth in every character I've ever written, even if they've never existed. There's a, there's a beginning point of the inception of the character where then myself, a friend, a family member, uh, an acquaintance, a periphery encounter in the store, 
there's a little piece of every encounter I've ever had I put somewhere in there. So ask that tough question, man. Why do you write? Why do we write? When you're caught in those little moments where you kind of look up at the calendar and you realize, damn, it's been like six, seven months before I wrote anything, since I've written anything. Like I did that. I looked at my computer and, you know, everything's time coded on there. And I started going back as far as I can go. Everything I had saved, stuff from, you know, eight, nine, ten years ago. And I started going through all of those things and being astonished at my progress from then. Like, I thought I was a shit then. Boy, was I wrong. I'm much better now. <laughs> That's one of my own self-misconceptions. I, I, I swear I was better then at almost everything. But I guess I got to give myself more credit, as we all should, you know, personal growth and all that stuff. So I'm here in this hotel room about to outline a thing that I've tend not to do unless I'm working on the pilot to a show. Usually feature scripts, which are about the longest feature script I've ever written got to about 124 pages. I usually don't need to physically outline anything for that. But being that I'm working on a story that I kind of haven't really preconceived to that larger degree, I say I kind of started thinking about this story a week and a half, two weeks ago. Where you're like, well, what's the first thing you did? And I kind of made a playlist initially. Like I, I, uh, I have a series of snapshots in my head, moments, uh, pivotal moments in the story. And I create these snapshots and I think of the music I want to hear while I'm listening, while this is happening, the, you know, songs that fit the tone. So I make this big old playlist. I don't know how many songs are on it, maybe 50. I start out with that. And I kind of watched a few films that I thought may kind of fit the tone of what I wanted this to be, to kind of get a little inspiration from things that are already made already. So I went through that. And now I'm here in this hotel room. I got a piece of wrapping paper taped to the window which is really my choice of uh, whenever I do uh, an outline. I kind of like to write it on this long piece of paper, of wrapping paper, and I put a line through the middle. And everything above the line is actually, I think I've talked about this before, everything above the line is actually events, and below the line is where I put subtext and reminders. I don't know anyone else who really does it like this. This is kind of my own thing that I do. It's not a terribly long piece of paper, you know, most of the stuff's in my mind. I kind of put down things that I think I may forget or things that I want to make sure I don't forget. You know, I feel all the best stuff I'm going to remember, but, you know, there may be a little nuanced detail that I may want to remind myself not to lose. And in this case, I wrote one line across and two lines. So I broke the sheet up into six sections. And um, the vertical lines, of course, break up, you know, the three acts, you know. You know, we got the T's in the beginning, you know, status quo establishment, you know, second act, reestablish status quo, third act, of course, you know the deal. 
most folks really know what's going on there. That stuff you can get in the book. I usually like, I don't like to talk about those sorts of things because all that stuff is YouTubeable. You don't need to come to me for that kind of stuff. But that's what I'm doing. And I'm going to do something really cool. I'm actually going to record it. I may, I may put it out on my IG page when I release this episode, but I'm going to record myself. Of course, the story, and this may be the first story that i ever written that takes place partially in another state everything I've ever written, except for the very first script I ever wrote, which was a uh, Terminator script, takes place in New York. Start to finish, all of it. Every show pilot I've ever written, New York. But I started this one out. This one's, this one's going to start out in L.A. We're going to start out in L.A. I think I, I have a few ideas for some really cool characters that I'm going to put in there. characters that I may get a little heat for but you know we're gonna have some fun uh, the story takes place in the current time now so there'll be a little COVID periphery COVID talk maybe more COVID talk than I would than what I may have been expecting initially two weeks ago and it's gonna be a, a real New York story Details aren't all there, so I can't kind of inundate you with that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I'm gonna re about to stop recording now and do this outline. Maybe get some dinner, and uh, maybe tomorrow I'll be ready to write. So there'll be like a little intermission thing, and then we'll be back on day two, and we'll talk about what this outline did, and if I got anything written down from the outline tomorrow. tough I I really haven't tried to sp speed script something in a while I haven't really tried to approach writing something this quickly in quite a while so I'm, I'm, my skills aren't as acute when it comes to functioning in that way Whew, all right well let's get to the outline so I, I wrap up the outline, took me about uh, 10 minutes, worked on that. And then after I wrote it, I kind of kept reading over what I wrote and reading over what I wrote and kind of putting together the beats of the script, what I wanted to do. There's still some black spots where I don't know what I'm going to do in those moments, but I kind of have the the main skeletal infrastructure of what the script's gonna be. I One thing that always stays with me is I kinda always know how I'm gonna start and I really always know the endings. Endings sometimes come to me before the beginning, come to me before the middle. Like It's usually with me, my process is usually uh, character, ending, beginning, and then everything else kinda follows after that. So I didn't write much 
when I roll, when I roll, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. I say about 30 bullet points, kind of, that I needed to help me map out what I was going to do here. I don't have a title. Um, I have a loose, well, I kind of have a little piece of a title. No character names. Day two, no character names. And usually character names don't really stop me from writing anything. I usually throw in filler names. I use really generic stuff. John, Joe. Basic names sometimes to fill spaces up. And then, you know, I'll come back around in subsequent edits and start, you know, putting more stylized names, names that mean more. Because every, every name means something. I remember early on when I first began writing, I would give everybody a name. And then I found, you know, those that becomes less necessary. I used to give cashiers a name that didn't even say anything. I've grown and matured and I kind of keep it to only people with speaking parts, more than one or two lines. But I, I tend to want to give every single person a name, unless it's a big, huge crowd, of course. And, you know, when you write down crowd looks, I'm not going to write down 45 names. So after I kind of do all of that, I do my meditation, it's ready to go. Now this is, I have not tried to write a script in this hurry in a very long time. So here we go. I go, I sit down, computer's out. I'm feeling comfortable. I got my little Zen thing going. I usually tend to like to write with the TV on, on mute. Whether it's day or night, my process before used to be a lot of heavy writing at night or editing in the day or even all my editing, everything kind of was kind of at night. I was a real vampire when it came to writing early on, like from two to six in the morning was my, you know, cause there, but there needs to be just enough distraction. It's weird, like uh, my mind kind of races and then I kind of need something to settle me. So I need to get like input from somewhere else. So that's why the TV on mute kind of really helps. Uh, sounds really kind of get in my way. So that's why the TV on mute is really helpful. I can edit with music playing and the TV on and things like that, but not kind of writing from scratch. I, I, I kind of need silence. Silence is real important when it comes to that for me. So I get my thing going, got the TV on mute, got a ball game on, and it's time to put some words down. And I, ca I cannot, I have no clue how to start this thing. I didn't know. I mean, I know kind of the gist of what I wanted to do, but I just couldn't get it together where I felt it flowed. And usually first pages really jump on the screen, on the page for me, but I couldn't get this first page going. I knew how, what I wanted to feel. I knew the tone. I, I was, I kind of was more acquainted with the tone I wanted the film to open with than the events I wanted it to open with. And I find that I tend to like to start scripts off with very human, normal behaviors. You know, waking ups in the mornings, teeth brushings, showers, um, eatings and yeah, I tend to open scripts in that kind of way all the time. It's a habit of mine because there's not going to be much room to squeeze that stuff in later. 
So I tend to like to start scripts in that way, some kind of normal human behavior, everyday behavior. I tend to like to write stories in a manner that are seem normal and um, I don't not hyper stylized. I want things to feel almost documentary like, like my stories, you know, the way I write them. They, I write things in the body that necessarily you won't see. You know, like there's a lot of subtext in my body writing and I, I'll put something in there that like, uh, you know, three months ago, the same thing happened to her at that same moment. And, it, and you know, she was shocked that it could happen again. You know, that's just something, an example of something I may do, you know. You know, her childhood, her mother used to always backslap her. So when he hit her, it took her back to that moment. You know, I, I'll write little things like that. But I mean, I could not get this going. I just couldn't get it going. I would write something, delete it, write something, delete it, write something, delete it, write something, delete it. And it took me quite a while to get the first three or four lines going. Because I'm just trying to find, I was just trying to find... I knew exactly what page three was going to be, but I had to get to page three. And boy, was it tough. I don't know if this is a script because I'm putting this script together in such a short amount of time that's completely from scratch. You know, if, if I was doing an adaptation or something, if I got hired to adapt something, it would I could do it in a short amount of time because, you know, the framework's already there. It exists already. I don't really have to be too conceptual I could just kind of be creative and interpret but you know I'm trying to kickstart this thing since I haven't written in a little while and you know I didn't want to go back to something old there's no reason to write episode six of a show I'm writing when I have the first five written plus the pilot's kind of solid so this is this is the choice and boy was I stuck I mean major stuck I say maybe three hours of writing to get maybe the first 200 words locked in to where I was satisfied with them to the point where I felt this is a respectable start. A lot of times I, I treat first pages of scripts the way I treat intros to songs, the way I interpret intros to songs. Like I get so annoyed when I hear a song and the beat is playing just too long where is the eye? Right, cool, let's get to the words already. And that's the way I approach scripts. So I just, I'm really, really, really lock in on those first four or five sentences. I think they're incredibly important. I don't think you can get a good first 15 pages with the first three or four, you know, the first half page not really locked in and really settled and really setting a tone of what's coming. I put an incredible amount of subtext in the first page on everything I've ever written. So I put a lot of pressure on myself for those first pages and this here whew, was tough, but I finally got what I wanted. Took me a while, took me three hours, but I got it. And what I did after that was after I got those, that first half page done, I jumped to other sections that I had a stronger understanding of what I wanted and started writing those out. And this is something that's not very uncommon um, in my own writing on occasion and a lot of other people, very well-known writers, 
you know, one of the best scripts in the last few years. Uh, George Clooney was in it. What the hell's the name? Michael Clayton. Uh, there was a sequence written in there that was written before any other parts of the script. The sequence when he's in the uh, kitchen talking to the guy who just hit ran someone over on the side of the road. And that part of the script was the first thing that was ever written. And it never, through every edit, it survived in its original iteration. And I feel like that's what my first pages need to be. My first pages need to be perfect because for some reason, I that's the, the, the Kickstarter. You know, the first page is the head of the Voltron. And that has to be perfect for me to feel comfortable with anything I'm going to write subsequent. Now, should that be you guys' process? Should that be the way you do it? Absolutely not. It's not a bad idea, but of course, you have to do it the way you do it. And this is the way I do it. I put an incredible amount of pressure on page one. So after that, I began to jump more to the middle that I felt I kind of had a stronger kind of thing. You know, I, did, I wanted to write as much as I could, and if I try to write the whole thing sequentially, being that I was having problems with the beginning, with act one, I figured I would waste too much time. So I jump ahead and kind of write maybe 10 or 11 scenes, some from the middle, some towards the end. I have such a keen understanding of what the ending is. I didn't want to write it because I didn't, I, I don't know if I wanted that to influence something that I needed to write sooner in the script. I wanted that to kind of coalesce in my mind a little more before I get put something on a page and kind of lock myself into something. So that's sitting there. So what did I learn from this process, from taking this approach, this kind of speed run thing? I remember the screenwriter for uh, Little Miss Sunshine, he said he wrote the whole script in three days. Now, I've written scripts in three days, but I had been working on the script for quite a while. One of my early features that I wrote when I began to start writing again, I, I wrote about 125 pages, didn't like what I had, something I don't do anymore. I deleted everything, and I was able to write the whole script in maybe two and a half days. But I had been working on this thing and had it incredibly outlined and mapped out and did all these sorts of preparations. But to write a script, a feature from start to finish in three days with really two weeks of mental prep time is something I really haven't tried to really approach to do. And I just wanted to have some fun with it, being that I hadn't been writing and I got motivated. So it's, you know, I wanted to put things in gear. And what I did, I learned a few things. I learned what my strengths are and what my weaknesses are. Conceptually, I think that's really where my strengths are. I'm able to conceptualize fairly quickly. I'm able to map out story threads fairly well. And that will help me in the future. Now, some of the tough parts I have is like, some of the nuanced stuff, you know, my decision making, some of my confidence in what I wrote, 
questioning if it's perfect, questioning if it's exactly what's needed. Those sorts of things are kind of some of the weaknesses I have. And some of those weaknesses get masked when you're taking, I don't know, a month to prep before you start writing. Some folks do that. Some folks prep a year before they write anything on a page. Now, I think I want to start getting more in this mode of having a shorter prep time. I mean, my prep time now, under normal circumstances, it's not a day or so the way I'm doing with this, but I can prep and get ready to go far sooner than I ever did years ago. I'm a little more on my game now. But I just had a lot of fun with this, actually. You know, I've, I've never really written with any kind of pressure before. Like, I think I, I put this kind of pressure on myself to kind of get this done and do this. And, you know, I wanted to have some fun with it, you know, writing remotely, writing somewhere away from home. I'm happy with what I got. So it's day three, and no, I did not finish the script, but it's close. And I don't know if the script being finished was really the point to begin with. Yeah, it would have been dope if I would have got the script done in three days, which is something I've probably really only done once before, or maybe twice. But this whole thing really started with a question. What do you do when you've lost motivation, mojo, writer's block, inspiration, whatever? And the whole point was really about getting, how do we get that back? And I, I just thought of a way to get that back for myself. And the only real answer is to just start. You can't finish something you don't start. You can certainly not finish something that you never started. But the point is to get going. To regain your passion by doing what it is that you're passionate about. That might be the only real way to get out of a funk. Everybody catches a funk. The greatest of all time have caught funks. I guarantee you that. But I'm here packing my bags, feeling rejuvenated, excited, thrilled, you know, all the cool superlatives. I got a script, I got a piece of writing that's, albeit unfinished, but didn't exist three days ago. I'm about 80% done, I could wrap that up, you know, once I get back to work by next weekend, let's say, because you know, I have very little time. Like really what I'm thinking about is just quitting every job, like just quitting everything and living off my savings and writing and busting a move. How does that sound? Sounds pretty good to me right now. I'm thinking about really, I'm really, really thinking about it. What I need the money for anyway.
I never really do things for money. Well, who knows? That might be a decision one of you people are grappling with. Yo, what should I do? Once you get the passion back to write, we got to do something with it. We're not rappers. We can't just put it out on our own. I mean, you can. You can go the YouTube route and, and, you know, cast a bunch of people who don't know what they're doing and do these little skits. There are a few people who've gone on that way, but that might, that might not be my path. I hope this little exercise kind of motivated some of you all to get going. I know I'm motivated now. I got my little mojo back. I'm back on it. I let a half a year go by without any writing, which is a total mistake on my part. I totally understand that. I don't think that'll really happen again. I won't let it happen again. But how did the script, like, how close is this script to my original kind of plan, what I did off the uh, initial outline? I know that's a question I'm going to be asked, being that I kind of ran into this quickly and kind of put this story together in a short time. From what I put on the outline, everything I put on the outline got in there. I'll say that so far. The real changes will probably come once I'm done and I start editing and I start seeing what works and what doesn't work. And I'll start reshaping the story really in the edit process. But for me, once I conceive something about 70% of what I conceive initially kind of usually always stays there. The essence of what I'm trying to say, the message I'm bringing kind of always exists. You know, I may change events, but the messaging really doesn't really change in any kind of way like that. So as far as that, you know, I'll see if I'll talk about this script when I'm completely done with it. And maybe I'll read a few pages or throw a few pages up on the Internet for everybody to check out. But, you know, I just I just want everybody to give back to writing the way I did the way I made a conscious effort to kind of do something unorthodox for myself and get it done. So we could all motivate each other and be inspired by each other. You know, I got a feeling this, this script might actually go somewhere. What I got down is good. It's a good piece of writing. What I have. And I'll be looking forward to reading all of you guys' things and hearing from how you guys got back into your writing and if you were, you know, off your game for a little while, because we all get off our game. Like I keep saying that throughout all of these recordings, but it's getting back on track. That's really the goal is always to get back on track and to, you know, live our dream. And uh, I took three days out, went somewhere in a hotel room, did an outline, wrote some pages and I pushed through. So I'm super hype over that. I think it's really dope that I even did it that way. Instead of just kind of sitting in my own little space where I normally am. I figure I'm bringing the energy from the hotel back to where I live. That'll be the goal. To bring it back and to keep going. You know, I, I usually don't lack as far as like for ideas. Sometimes I get into these moments where... I think I have enough, so I'll take a break. Most likely, I think that's where this kind of break came from. Me thinking I have enough material that if anyone asks me at the drop of a hat, I could produce something. So maybe I figured, you know, I don't really need to be 
you know, I got all this stuff already sitting around, what I need to keep writing for. And I, I think that might have been a mistake on my part. I think we should always just keep writing, keep writing, keep writing, keep writing. You know, six pages a day. You know, John August says six pages a day, which is an immense undertaking for someone like me. I kind of work a lot, which is why I'm thinking about quitting everything. But six pages a day is, I think, is doable for most damn near everyone. I'm going to post up one of these days. The outline, I recorded the whole outline. It's like eight minutes long. I don't know where I could put eight minutes. I don't have a YouTube page. I might play with it in a certain way and just put a couple snippets up on my IG for everyone to check it out. And uh, I think I'll be recording more. I, I, no more promises. I don't know if it'll be next week. But I'll try to record more frequently than taking four-month gaps in between recording and putting out episodes for all the to spark everyone's minds and have these discussions that we have about writing. And, uh, yeah, that was my little weekend experiment. You know, how do we get back to doing what we love doing when we haven't done it, when we feel like we're not motivated? I guess the answer is try something that you haven't tried before or just try what you've always done. Sit down in front of that computer and pour your heart out onto those pages. Because that's why you do it, you know, so we could share this stuff. You know? Let's make everybody proud, you know? Um, I'll be back soon, I promise.